0: As you know, we here at the Third Life Crisis Podcast do our best to put episodes out quickly for our listeners. Now, between my seven-month-old Cassie's schoolwork and Austin being a full-time dog dad, it's not always easy. That being said, the episode you're about to hear was recorded early on in the pandemic we are all going through and is not up to date. We hope you enjoy our discussion, and we wish you and your family well during this time.
1: hello all and welcome back to probably the most inconsistent podcast show out there right now that's right we are the third life podcast this is a one-hour show where i austin sit down with my best friends and discuss any and everything as we navigate adulting and living in our 30s and a pandemic pretty much You can find this lovely show anywhere you listen to podcasts, just search Third Life Crisis. Thank you to all our Third Lifers out there still listening, subscribing, and rating. We really appreciate it, but for now, let's get this episode 49 started, and I will do so by introducing my hosts. We have Cassie, aka The Quarantine Queen, and John, aka Mr. Social Distancer. How are we doing today, guys, on day 10? of the epidemic oh
0: sorry pandemic what's going on dude we're surviving out here Day 10 no
1: day 10
2: it's only day 10
1: when since they've announced it as an official pandemic
2: i see
0: we're surviving
1: (laughs) they as in the h the who
0: cassie cassie said it's day 10 like she's been inside this long (laughs) <laughs> what day is it? Have no idea. Has no well, idea what's was, going the on.
2: opposite actually. I was like, I, I don't think we've been, I don't think we've been quarantined that long. Yeah, time, but time's flying. I see. For cash, it's not. It felt like two weeks this past week.
1: <laughs> well, on one, we haven't really been quarantined. Other states have been, have been issued shelter in place, but Texas is still open. Oh yeah, the state, there is the stay at
0: home, stay at home orders.
1: Yeah, I mean there is, in Texas, depending what county you're in different rules about how many people can gather at a time. Um, Some places it's five, some 10, some, I believe, still like 25 people. Basically, COVID-19 coronavirus is devastating the world. And, yeah, people are staying home, working from home, or going out and hoarding a bunch of stuff. Um, Yeah, yeah,
0: those people need to stop. They need to just calm down, you know. They're making it difficult. So, I think
2: you need to calm yeah. up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so where we're at right now,
1: uh, worldwide, there are over 300,000 confirmed cases. Um, out of those, 94,000 have recovered. And as of right now, 12,964 people have died worldwide from the coronavirus. The country leading in the death count is Italy at 4,825 then China at 3,255 and then Iran at 1,500 and then fourth is Spain at 1,300 in the US there are 25,045 confirmed cases Uh, out of those 147 have recovered 296 have died and the rest are still obviously in the hospitals
0: Dude, that, uh, that's crazy to me. Like, I mean, we know we know everyone. Anyone who has been watching the news knows what's happening. I mean, even if you haven't been watching the news, you probably notice, right?
1: It's
2: everywhere. Like, every if it affect, tap, affected, every affected website, your work. It affected,
0: yeah, affected everything. But I was gonna work, say, everything. Uh, it started over there, overseas, and it's crazy how like it freaking is here, over here now. Like, yeah, people traveling. I don't know. I just, Word. just to think about it
1: globalization you can get anywhere in the matter of hours no no longer days you can fly anywhere and be somewhere in an hour or two or three or at least within the 24 hours so yeah it just spreads by the time they know what's going on you don't know how many people that person's already come into contact with how many people those people have come into contact with um And then obviously right now you're trying to shorten the curve, flatten the curve and all that stuff. So that's why we're indoors. That's why everyone's hopefully washing washing their hands more diligently. It's crazy. It it, it started. I remember hearing about it, about this, you know, virus in Wuhan, China. And I remember my mom texted me because of China. And obviously we have been, we've been to China and I remember saying, oh, Wuhan, that's very far or not very far, but it's it's in the west side of the country. Like China is a huge ass country. Um, You know, imagine the United States. That's pretty much like how big China is. Right. So uh, I saw it. I was like, oh, OK, Wuhan, that's that's in the west. Like that's nowhere near any of the cities we went to. We went to Beijing, Xi'an and Shanghai. That's nowhere near. But then this virus just and yeah, it spread real easily. And obviously there's so many people in China just like a fire and went to all the major cities and then from there it just continues to spread as people travel Um, i think
2: what's scary is that they don't show symptoms and so you know you can be carrying it and giving it to people i mean like similar to when you know i would go see the dermatologist and i'm breaking out and he's like well what have you been eating drinking wearing perfume product in the last few days and it's like I can't remember everything in the last 48 hours I can't imagine someone coming into contact for the last 14 days let alone hours having to think back of all of the stuff and people they've interacted with
1: right who you've seen what you've where you've been what you've written in who have you you know your whole your whole day really
2: days multiple days
1: yeah yeah and then you, you see how different governments are trying to take care of it and work on the situation here. Um, and you see like Italy where everything is just, everything's failing, you know, everything, the response wasn't as swift and partly because it was obviously a, like I said, a novel virus, but it, you know, they're crumbling over there and they're having to make those tough choices of who gets to live and who gets, and who has to die. That day, because there's not enough equipment for everybody.
2: So, how long did it take before you were like, before you realized? Because I think everybody goes into these stages of like, oh, okay, this is real type thing. And like at work, you know, there are some people who are like, oh, you know, I'm not really that concerned, you know, a week ago, two weeks ago. And then you have people who are like, no, we need to prep for this. And it wasn't until like, You know, the internet's pretty scary. I wouldn't recommend it when something like this is happening to go and read everything. But I went down a rabbit hole and I was like, okay, this is serious, guys. Like, I started to, you know, have that, oh crap. Like, I wouldn't say panicky, but, you know, worrisome.
0: Last week for me is when it was starting to seem real. Uh, Today's what today? Today's the 21st, Saturday. Last week around Monday, Tuesday, around the 9th or 10th of of, uh, March. uh, we were at work and we had a meeting and they were talking about how they're going to start implementing the work at home for a few individuals only just to test it, you know, in case this escalates.
2: Contingency. Right.
0: Like it was just a talk like, you know, just in case this happens or, you know, it comes close or, you know, something happens in the city or in, the, in our or in our building. Uh, You know, it was just like the beginning talks or whatever. And then we had another meeting later on that week of the people that who were the people who were going to do it. And, uh, and and that was it. It was, it was like four or five people out of our out of like 20 or something people on our team. And uh, I remember telling Austin, I told I told my wife, Jessica, I said, I guarantee by this this time next week, we're all going to be working from home because every night the news was coming out. I feel like every day there's a press conference, either a national one from the president or uh, what a local one from the governor or the mayor. Like I feel like every single day there's a new press conference and they're keeping people in the loop, which is good. But, like, numbers are tripling and doubling, you know, are doubling and tripling and, you know, they're they're just raising and raising. So, for me, last week when we had that meeting, I was like, okay, this, is, this must be serious because they would never consider us working from home. Like, that's not, you know, that's not part of what we need to do.
2: I think it got real when, obviously, like, I went and looked at stuff on the internet. But when they started shutting down schools, the universities that were closing down or i guess it started like you said slow and then it kind of spread really quickly um they shut down their extended school uh, spring break for schools and i was like okay this is this is getting kind of serious and then it was like one school here one school there and then it, in texas and then it was just like overnight every university college was telling their kids don't come back to school and to me that's an insane concept um because it did seem overnight. Doesn't happen.
0: It did seem overnight. Remember, Austin? I was—I've been asking. I was even asking you. I—I I was like, "Dude, what happened be- last night?" Like, I feel like yesterday was fine, and then today, businesses or, or schools are shutting down. I forgot what the situation was, but I was texting you. I was like, "Did something happen last night? Did more people die overnight or something that I didn't hear about?"
1: It's—it's—it's it's, uh it's a variety of things, right? They—they they keep talking about how now we're having more tests, and there's more tests available, so. More people are obviously going to test positive. There's more tests to get to people. Um, but then you have to think too of like this happened during a lot of people, or at least here in Texas, like spring break. So, how many students, or not even just spring break, but just like springtime, people can travel and how many people traveled. And then you have to think of everyone coming back to the same location at the same time and are either all in the dorm or all back at the house together or all uh meeting up with Classroom. clients and see, yeah and see what's going on and so you have that going on and then you have the kind of like um we don't know what this what the illness is how it presents itself and it kind of like led into a weekend and so you get that that uh you get like those people who might feel sick might not but you know let's rest it let's see how i feel over the weekend maybe it'll just go away it's just a cough or something and then you know bam come monday it really hits and it's like oh no no i need to go to the doctor now and so i think it was just a lot what, of things
2: yeah i think i think it was scary going back to the testing is that there weren't enough tests so people who may have had it were being told don't come in you know you're you're young and healthy enough to where you'll be able to fight it off we can't confirmed so the confirmed number can be I mean is it is what it is but we don't know what the actual number is
1: right the actual number is way higher than what you because everyone is still going to be walking around with it I mean even people can have a very mild version of it and just have a sore throat or a cough or some aches and be walking around and you know doesn't feel the need to go to the doctor because it's not that bad but in that same time you're walking around touching stuff Interacting with people and might be getting them sick. So, yeah, the numbers going to continue to increase as we get more tests and more people are aware of the situation and decide to go in and get tested and go through the process. But it's yeah, it, I mean, it's still it's an ongoing thing. I mean, there, we you hear people they I mean, you don't know when the end is in sight, right? April, May, June, some August, some talking more months than that.
2: And that was a scary thing when it came out, it was like, Oh, we're just extending spring break for a week and then like the next day they're like, Nope, it's can camp- <laughs> or don't come back to campus until we we let you know kind of thing.
1: And again, luckily, I think here in the United States <clears throat> obviously we, we you can I don't think you can ever fully react to a situation in the appropriate amount of time. Like we clearly could have moved faster, the government could have moved faster, but it's hard when it's something new. But we have a good infrastructure here, where even though people are buying chingles of toilet paper and you know soap and Purell, like we're not we're not gonna run out. Not everyone is sick. Practicing social distancing and washing your hands and staying home if you are sick or working from home if you can helps out a ton. Like that that helps out so much because you cannot you're not spreading it. Or you're limiting the people you can come in contact with to spread it. So, you know, we're, it's not like we're going into a part where we're not going to have enough food or you know water or anything like that.
2: Hopefully, it doesn't come to that because I don't think it will. <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna expire real quick. <laughs>
1: no, I, I mean, it looks it scary when they shut casinos down, airlines down, cruises down, restaurants are only drive-through. You can't dine in. But again, those are all like normal maybe slightly higher than normal measures to try to contain the spread you know it's it's just hoping and relying on people to stay in and not go out
2: it's it's crazy it's like it's affected literally everything in life um so i mean yeah day out and day day in
1: so how's it affected y'all's life i mean john you said you work from home now
0: yeah i mean just like Oh, I guess I'm fortunate because I keep hearing more and more now. how People are not some people are not able to work from home or what do you call it? They're being uh, let go. Losing their jobs. Yeah. yeah. So right. Luckily, right. We have the ability to work from home. I don't know anybody who's lost a job personally, but um, other than the working from home, which hasn't been bad. I kind of I read an article yesterday and it was just like, you know, how to make working from home a little easier and the first thing i read was stick with your routine and that's the first thing i did before reading the article i said i'm still going to wake up at 5:15 in the morning i'm still going to shower you know i'm still going to change i'm not going to stay in my you know my my pajamas or anything uh i'm going to set breaks and stuff like that and 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 that's what i was reading later on how that's probably one of the best things to do is stick with the schedule um
2: i've i've done the opposite of that <laughs> so <long. laughs>
0: it is difficult i would say being here with with the baby cuz obviously and and Jess, you know, my wife, she's it's because you're here with other people versus in a work environment with co- coworkers who, you know, don't you don't really talk house stuff. But, you know, we tend to the baby. My sister, <laughs> my sister's been here watching the baby, but, you know, we hear we hear the baby crying. So Jess will stop what she's doing to help or I'll go and see what's happening. And those little distractions uh, are making their way into where we're working. Uh, And not really affecting the work, but it's a little different. And and they've even said it uh, at our job specifically. I don't know if if y'all's, but, uh, you know, production or whatever quotas or whatever numbers we need to meet for the week or for the day. They're going to scale them down a little bit because they know it's different working at home.
2: I cannot imagine those parents who have kids who are, you know, not going to school, having to feed them three square meals a day, having to work from home. Having to, you know, keep up with their education, at least continue to learn something. Um, I, I cannot imagine being one of those parents and having to juggle literally everything at the same time. Yeah. You know, when you go to work, that's your work. When you drop them off at school, they're at school to do that, learn. Um, you're at work to work. And then, you know, you come home to be together, family time. You don't have to cook as many meals. Um, I just I cannot imagine the amount of stress some some parents are going and then having multiple kids at different school ages, learning different material at different levels. I don't know if I can teach, you know, those type of subjects. That that just sounds very difficult.
1: I agree. Um, I think I have it worse, though. Uh,
2: Oh, go on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Every day that I work from home, I got to sit at the table and work. And my dogs just look at me like, why aren't you on the couch holding us? <laughs> They're so not for, used to this. <laughs> and for nine hours, I'm just sitting working and they just don't know what to do. Every time I get up to get something to drink, to go to the bathroom, to just stretch.
2: I think that's just with you. They because get so when I'm excited. Because alone, oh my gosh. Like, and so, yes, like, people it, with kids at like, home,
1: yeah. people with kids at home, sure. But people with dogs at home, y- y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Breaking their oh little God, hearts dude. every day. The total opposite. I will wake up and I'll be out here for hours. And they're still in their bed asleep. They don't even move. That's funny. Don't even notice that they're here.
1: No, but I'm sure it's hard with the kids. I, we have coworkers that are having... They have work to do. They have their kids to homeschool now. And they're also in school themselves, like going to earn another degree. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, yeah. Having that extra bit of, or actually not having that separation of home and work uh, when you have a child, I'm sure is insane.
2: Um, It's just me and, you know, it's just me and you here at home and having to cook even just two meals a day is exhausting. <laughs> I mean, there was, I'm not even, I am not even joking. I got up, cooked pancakes. We did work. I had coffee making. I was like, okay, this is going to be good. We're sitting apart from each other, working on our own stuff. Lunch came, made lunch. Again, working on our own stuff. By the... It was 5 p.m. By the... I was asleep on the couch for hours. I was exhausted. Cleaning and cooking and doing work. at. The same, I still had homework. I'm so behind on my homework. I was exhausted. I told Austin, I can't... You could have two meals a day because <laughs> I can't cook three meals a day. So I'm so sorry.
1: Well, maybe I can hit up one of those schools that are giving out f- free, free food for students.
0: Je- Jess was tired the, the first day working from home, too, which officially was on thursday for her and i told her i said you're tired because you kept getting up to talk or to to help my sister with the baby and i was like my sister's done this before you know she you don't have to get up every time she cries she just was just always getting up and and you know helping my sister and I, I told her like if you weren't here my sister would still figure it out and then by the end of the day she was like exhausted yeah i think I can, that's the mother-
2: I think that's the mother instinct in her. She's not just going to let her baby cry.
0: Well, she wasn't really crying. She was, I mean, yeah, she was crying sometimes, but she was also whining and she would help her like, I don't know, give her water, like a cup of water. Like, my, you know, I told her, I said, if you weren't home, there's no way you'd have known this was happening and my sister could handle it.
1: As of right now, we, I worked on a schedule with work because what we need to do at work requ- so will require someone to be in the office during particular for particular reasons um and so we worked out our schedule to where my days to be in the office are monday wednesday and then the rest of the days i can work from home but what i've been doing is actually getting up not earlier i've been getting up at five and then i've been clocking into work at 6 a.m and then i'll work from six to three straight like the normal nine hours uh take a lunch break and then from like 3 to 5, I'll be off and on, but mainly more on just in case anything happens since it's still within the 5 p.m. And then after 5, I'll do what I usually do. it just, you know, monitor emails to see if anything, what's going on. So it's changed. But I've always told like people that have asked when they realized I'm a morning person. I'd rather, i much rather go to work at 6 a.m. and get out early than go at 8 a.m. Um. So that's how I've changed it for what I'm doing here. And on the days that I go to work still, on those Monday, Wednesdays, I'm getting there like around 7, 7.30. So still a little early. Um, but that's just also the nature of like the work we're doing. Some Most of that stuff has to be prepped beforehand. So it's just making sure that everything is good to go for the day or the following day. Um, but yeah, then the rest of the day is just me. Having to stare into my little dog's faces as they don't understand why I'm not sitting down on the you couch. Could sit
2: on the, you could sit on the couch.
1: I can't. If I sit on the couch with my laptop, there's no way all the dogs would be on me. I couldn't move.
2: <laughs> I have that little tabletop thing.
1: But they would still want to be on me.
2: No, they just sit next to you. They'll be okay.
1: I feel like that's worse. I'd rather sit at my desk and do work and have them stare at me and then walk away and stare at me than be on the couch and have them right next to me, like so close, but still so far away, you know?
2: They're fine. They're okay. <laughs> They're not dying. Jeez.
1: <laughs> but that's how do that's y'all think been going on.
0: Do y'all think this is going to get worse? The situation, not just the virus, but like just.
2: I think it's some states it is that aren't taking it seriously. Like people who are still going out for spring break and partying it up.
0: Well, I mean, that's here. Texas hasn't ordered, you know, a. Uh, stay-at-home order like those other states. I think there's only three states that have done that.
2: No, I'm saying like students in Florida, Miami, they've continued knowing what they know. You know, I think when our spring break was happening, students were already out. You know, they didn't realize until they started telling students not to come back to school. This has been happening for, you know, a week and a half now, and there's still people out there partying. Yeah, some people aren't situa- taking it. People are very aware, yeah.
0: They're not taking it seriously. and it's a shame right because obviously if you can survive it that's great but the person that you come in contact with who could be 80 or having immune deficiency not they wouldn't be so lucky mm-hmm. but people are dumb they're not heeding heeding to that
1: i think i think it'll start getting better or at least it'll start like you know, like they said flattening the curve and i don't know how soon that's going to be though i I think more and more people are starting to take this more and more seriously. And that's what's really helping. But, I mean, all it takes is a few people to spread it to a few dozen people and those dozen to spread it to a few hundred and those hundred, you know.
0: Yeah, it multiplies so very quickly.
1: So it's, it's yeah. I think everything that's being put in place now is helping, I think, <clears throat> you know, if worse comes to worse. Yeah, they would shelter in place for everybody, or martial law for everybody. But I think, I mean, like anything, we will overcome it. It's not gonna, it's not gonna destroy society. Um, it may destroy some industries or some actual companies that can't bounce back. Or
2: in the stock market, people's portfolios, retirement. I mean, right, it affects everything. But
1: yeah, right i don't know i would you know the government is they already said they're going to obviously bail out casinos cruise lines airlines so you would think the stuff that's big enough that they don't want to fail would be okay and you would assume that that's most of our infrastructure entertainment you know it's going to be the small places well that's why they keep saying it's like to shop small and support local because it's going to be those places that aren't going to be able to weather the storm.
0: Jessica, Jessica suggested it, and I'm sure a lot of people have too. But people just need to stay in for 14 days. The next two weeks, you know, make it an order to stay inside. National Guard will go around delivering food, and that's it.
2: Goodness.
0: Because if you think of isn't isn't that the <laughs> that's insane, the what do you call it?
2: Though, think about that. That's insane. The
0: incubation is that what is it? Isn't it in 14 mm-hmm. days?
1: Yeah. Uh, you, well, you don't show signs till. Was it, yeah, like 5 to 14 days.
0: So if everyone who's yeah. sick or not sick, just if everyone just stays inside, let's just say for 14 days, if you have it, you'll go through it and it'll go away. Or if you have it, you won't spread it. You know, things like, you know, and, and that'll be it.
1: I mean, that's what some states are trying to do, like California, Washington. That's what they're trying to do because their population has such a large uh, infected amount. But places like here, like in Texas, you know, our numbers aren't as high as other places. And so I think
2: they are. I think we just don't know.
1: Well, okay. The numbers that are reported aren't as high as other places. So you have the government weighing, you know, those numbers against if we lose another week, if we lose another weekend, if we lose another month. Like, how many businesses are going out? How many, like, how, what's that going to do to our economy, to our city's GDP, to our state's GDP?
0: I'm all in favor of martial law and curfews and mandatory, you know, you can't come outside at all. I'm all in favor for that if this can just be over quicker.
1: That's hard, too. I mean, when was the last time That's insane. We, Have we ever had martial law in the United States?
0: I mean, I don't
2: that know. That sounds insane to me. I
1: don't know. Are my clicking? I mean, if it's necessary,
2: but that just sounds.
0: I feel like a lot of these so things that scary. are happening are the first in either ever, or the first like in hundreds of years. Like I don't know the last time they shut they shut down sports, or I don't know the last time where they oh uh, they, they they whatever Texas did the other day the national disaster something I, whatever the governor yeah. announced that the last one was done in 1901. Like, these are the, you know, this is the first time this is happening or the first time in a long time they're happening again.
2: I think that's what makes it so scary.
0: So I think martial law or something drastic is going to just put this to bed. And the, like I said, the sooner maybe they realize that, the sooner this will be over with.
1: Yeah, but
2: it's <laughs> not a fix situation. Yeah, it's not a... It's
1: still very hard. Like, very hard. I mean, yeah, the last time this happened or, you know, again, the last time we had like a global pandemic like this where a lot of people died they keep referencing like the spanish flu right but that was insane like that's that's even more crazy than what we're going through now like three percent of the population died from that back in the early 1900s right like three percent that's millions and millions of people if three percent died now like that's an insane amount i just googled Like, has martial law ever been declared in the United States? The thing that pops up is uh, when Lincoln ruled martial law when he suspended habeas corpus. But, I don't know. Probably could get a better answer. But, I don't know. So, yeah, it's been a long time since Lincoln. (laughs) That's just not a thing that happens in the United States. Right. That's not a thing in the country that's the most free to be like, you can't be free. You got to stay indoors. That's a strange thing to a country that's, you know, capitalist to be like, no, you can't go out and buy food and buy what you want, and buy this version, not that version. We're gonna give you your food, and everyone's gonna get gonna get the same thing, and everyone's gonna get the same ration. It doesn't matter that you worked harder and made more money. Like that's these are very.
0: If it's for two weeks for Americans, I mean. I think people.
2: I think people are crazy. I could see riots immediately. <laughs>
0: I mean, you're right. I totally see that, and that's why army or, that's why they or whatever the, would be involved. I mean, that's
1: why they allowed the um, the sale of alcohol, right? Delivery of alcohol—you can't hold that from people. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. We're all sipping on some right now.
1: So, uh, and then it, and then the same thing. Like, I agree. Like, I'm fine with the shelter in place stuff, but then it comes to like what you're saying, John. You say. United States says that for 14 weeks... Or for four, for 14 days. That, that that doesn't mean every other country in the world is going to do it. If after 14 days, the United States is COVID-free, does travel resume? Because that means Americans are going to go to other countries that have COVID. That means people from other countries are going to come here that have COVID. Like, Just doing it in America does not help. I can totally a pandemic, see so.
0: drastic measures being taken of borders being shut down. Like they have... Already, I think uh, something with uh, Europe, right, or England.
1: Uh, right. I could see that, but again, happening. that means everyone has to do that. I mean, not I'll, only does everyone have to do that; everyone has to get treated and tested. You know. Yeah. Or we just don't let anyone in or out. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's easier said than done. Or answer. I
1: mean, you can go out, but there's no guarantee you're going to be able to get back in, right? And you have people like that are that are still stuck in other countries that are Americans that can't get back in.
0: Yeah. So Dude. I mean it's difficult, and that's another thing too uh, uh we all us three have different plans for this summer as far as traveling and whatnot for vacation had,
2: had different plans what's that had had different plans. I'm just going to go ahead oh
0: yeah i mean I'm just saying like this is the, I can totally see this going into the summer I, and I don't know how if we would if you had the opportunity to still fly out to Greece, taking the precautions that you would take, would you still do it?
2: No no. I'd be too scared I can't get back in.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be stuck out there.
0: It's the fear of not only getting sick, but being stuck and not being able to come back home.
1: Right. Or you saw, like, on the news, everyone trying to fly back and they get back to the United States. And, you know, there's the social distancing, there's washing your hands. But yet everyone needs to stay in line right here as we get you through customs, right? Like hundreds of people in line at the airport just breathing and coughing on each other. <laughs> Sneezing and farting on each other, right? Just everyone in the, the fumes, right? The
2: purpose. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's not good. Like,
0: would you fly domestically dependent? right now, knowing what you no. know?
1: No,
2: no. I mean, I know Texas, where you know, there's some other states that are worse, but I, I wouldn't.
0: Would you drive no. domestically?
1: I would. I I'll, I'll drive around Fort Worth. We're still going around Fort Worth. We're doing pickup. We're um, calling in orders, still trying to support the businesses here.
0: Yeah. But Gus's Fried I Chicken?
1: Mm hmm. Went to Gus's <laughs> yesterday. Uh, we went to Wild Acre Tap Room. They opened up a tap room right next to work, actually, uh, just recently. And it's like, damn. Like, obviously, that's a, a small one, but like, they just opened up and now this happens. And so we went by, did a, did a drive. I picked up some beer, supported them. I'm trying – when we do these different pickups, I'm trying to tip a little bit more just to help people out. Nothing crazy, like – and again, nothing crazy at all. Like, usually I tip 20%, but now I'm trying to tip, like, 25%, 30% just to try to give a, some extra, like, just something, you know? Um, but I don't know. On the Nextdoor app, you can – uh signify yourself as someone who can help out. And I think Cassie and I are going to do that. So if there's ever anyone elderly or sick in our neighborhood, we can let them know, like, hey, I'm good. I, I can go to the grocery store for you. If you need something, let me know. I can leave it on your door. That's so.
0: nice. I, I helped out another lady yesterday. I went to Walmart looking for something for this computer and I just wanted to see if there was eggs. And there wasn't. But while well, I was in that area there was an old lady dude short and she had her she was trying to reach the top shelf trying to find yogurt and all the yogurt was pushed to the back so she was like doing her best to reach as far as she could so i I ran over there and i was like you want me to help you and sure enough so i pulled out all the ones that i could reach and i showed it to her and she picked out like five or six of them that i pulled out but like like what the hell right like that sucks
1: (laughs) oh no yeah dude to be old at any time sucks but (laughs) during a pandemic (laughs) <laughs> or any anything where you have to like it's not
0: ideal right now fend for old.
1: yourself or like or no it's not or fend against society like yeah it it's difficult um but i mean so i mean this whole any podcast is going to be pandemic related go ahead Cassie
2: i was going to say any silver linings i mean like look at, let's look at the bright side type of um. thing not like I'm glad this happened type thing.
0: <laughs> Thank God I don't have to go to work anymore. Right? No. <laughs> I saw that uh, <laughs> Italy, right? Gas. Italy. What's that?
1: Save on gas, not going to work.
0: <laughs> Italy's waters are supposed are supposedly clearer, right? Like I've I've seen that in a couple of things on social media, like
2: pollution. Yeah, the pollution's oh, yeah. gone down I mean, like it,
0: crazy in those populated areas. Yeah.
1: In China, like their pollution went down an insane amount from them, like everyone just staying indoors. Uh, That's
2: insane.
1: I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's crazy. Like nature can bounce back if you just give it a chance. Oh. It's there's a show. I don't even know if it's still on TV. Uh, I think it was called like After People or something like that. But but they would take like different cities and project what the city would look like in one like if everyone in the if everyone in the earth disappeared for whatever reason. And they would show how to, like that city would look in one one year, five years, ten years, hundred years, thousand years, you know. And it was, it was it was always ended the same, but basically, eventually, like the nature just reclaims everything. It doesn't matter that it's concrete or, you know, uh, whether they have like nuclear reactors. If even if they fail and explode and you know nuclear fallout, eventually ten thousand years, a hundred thousand like eventually everything will just will come will bounce back. You just gotta give it a chance. So Yeah. Yeah, that's cool seeing like different places bounce back. Um I, I think well I would like to hope that people will uh, remember and shop locally and wash your hands more <laughs> and better.
2: Be, be careful. <laughs> um I think um the appreciation of of certain jobs that people weren't aware of you know like everybody always says how underappreciated teachers are but it's not till like your kids are trapped in the house with you and you have to teach them it's where like wow that's a big eye-opener type thing even just simple jobs like stalking truck drivers obviously the medical
1: that's what i was gonna say like shout out to everyone working at any type of retail or food establishment or at uh, grocery stores or you know, even big chain, like shout out to everyone restocking and just being out there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, yesterday when we went, we went to go pick up some stuff just ordered from the Pearl, uh, the farmer's market there. And uh, she made a comment and I, I agreed with her after I didn't think about it because, you know, the Pearl's the Pearl. The Pearl's, you know, a lot of people, uh, nice looking area and uh you know real lit up you know just real lively and we drove we drove into that place and there's a security guard blocking the way and he's like you know uh where, where y'all going and i told him we're gonna go pick up what we ordered uh stuff we ordered on online he's okay follow those signs stay to the right lane uh put your hazards on I'm like okay so we started driving down we're in the pearl at this point and yesterday it was cold it was gloomy you know so it was real like it was real like down already with just the weather and then there was no people around and then, you know, you turn around and there's people in masks and gloves and they're outside delivering the stuff that you ordered. And there's, like, maybe one car in front of us. And Jess was like, this is real, like, apocalyptic Hunger Games style. Like, the weather, the way the people are dressed, you know, the population is nobody here. That's somewhere where that's usually populated like crazy. So. I, I thought, what was that? Was that a cough? <laughs> mm-hmm,
2: Sir. I need you to quarantine for... Two weeks.
0: I coughed. I coughed in my, uh, in my elbow. Or what do you call it? Excellent. Yeah.
1: No, you're. Back. That's right. Thank you for bringing that up. That is a uh, tip. Do the five people. Number one, hands. Wash them often. Number two, elbow. Cough into it. Three, face. Don't touch it. Nasty. Four, space. Get away from me. Five, <laughs> home. Stay if you can. <laughs>
0: Thank you. I've never heard those. I mean, I've heard them, but not like as a list in the same list. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, and there's another thing, too, that I uh, my, my uncle brought to my attention, uh, and I started realizing this, too, but there's no ammo anywhere. Everyone's buying up all the ammo for everything, mostly handgun. There's still shotgun and rifle ammo, but there's no ammo for handguns anywhere. They're all sold out.
1: But that's the thing, too. Like, Ammo's another thing where it's like... Ammo, toilet paper, like, we do not, you don't need to be stockpiling this stuff. You can have whatever you have, but you you don't need to stockpile it. Because that's the other thing, too. People are going to overbuy, and then it's like, we come out of this, and it's like, well, fuck, now I have all this toilet paper. What am I going to do? Like, just, I just wasted all that money. Like, that's money that could have gone to other stuff.
0: Or, if this doesn't get better anytime soon, and this is the beginning of the end... Those guys are going to yeah. be laughing at us.
1: I told Cassie, like, I've had people ask me, like, are you worried? Are you concerned? Like, you know, why aren't you not hoarding, but buying a little bit more? And one, we we are buying slightly more. But two, like, if for some reason we stop getting paychecks because of work, if their water gets turned off, like, at that point, the world is in a much worse spot that having an extra toilet paper is not going to matter to me. Like... At that point, shit has at the fan and it doesn't matter anymore because we don't have any toilet paper, right? Like,
0: True. There's other things to worry so, about at that time. Not wiping your ass. Yeah.
1: If the infrastructure is down, like if people... If there's no water... Like, you know, that that's really bad. But again, we're not there yet. And, there's, and we probably won't be there. Like, there's no... This does not affect that. That's not a one-to-one thing. So buy a little bit more if you can. Help each other out if you can. But, you know, just stay indoors. Chill out.
0: Everyone <laughs> just chill the fuck out.
1: If you can. Again, if you can. Um, there's a lot of movies that were in theaters that are now streaming. Check one out.
2: I think that's insane to me. Yeah, yeah. that's cool.
1: I would recommend Onward.
2: Great movie.
0: I saw that it's not coming out till, uh it came out, like, I think maybe to buy. But it's not going to hit Disney Plus till like, April.
1: Yeah. Like, April, early right April. right around the corner. Early, yeah. early April
2: two weeks yeah.
1: it's good it's a really good movie um but that's cool i've i've seen like obviously a bunch of studios are doing that where they're going to release it there's bloodshot that i'm gonna I'm, I'm going to watch it when it comes out on tuesday uh i'll if i have to buy it or rent it whatever i'll i'll do it like but i mean what do you think about that how do you do you i don't I mean i don't think movies can survive in a world where they're being released in theaters but also released in st- by streaming services on the same date I think that would be awesome But I don't see that happening
0: I saw some I didn't read the article but I saw a headline on, on Facebook As I was scrolling down And it said this could mean This could be a big change For the way you watch movies going forward Like you know Yeah they're being forced Maybe not being forced They're choosing to do this now Because I don't think that They can't make money any, any other way But like this This is probably going to open up A whole new avenue Of uh, summer blockbusters That you know Are anticipated a year out or something
1: it's just, they won't. They're not going to be able to make their money if they're released, the same day. In str- like if they're released by in streaming services.
0: What if? So you're saying they won't make the same money if they were to release in the theater and streaming services later on, or just streaming services indefinitely. Just streaming services. Okay. Just streaming services.
1: Because I mean, you would have to charge an insane amount.
0: Like, well, I feel like they are charging an insane amount. You said they're charging about twenty bucks right now. Yeah. Th- yeah. That's a lot. But that's
1: not. Is it? I mean, if you and Jessica were to go watch it, that's ten bucks a person, right there. Bam.
0: We go to Matt Nacer, six bucks a person Oh.
1: <laughs> well, Cassie and I had this discussion. She was like, "How much are you willing to spend for a movie?" and I was like, well, it depends like she I think we used the example of like Wonder Woman or even like if they did Mulan like a movie I want to see and be part of the like talk and you know Twitter and Facebook while everyone else is watching it if that was to come out, I'd probably pay like thirty dollars to see it if they released wonder woman on on friday when it was going to come out i would pay thirty dollars to watch that at home i wouldn't
2: mind it just said we have the a-list so (laughs) we're already paying a monthly subscription
1: well i think i mean and at that point like maybe a-list they already have like vod on their app that you can use maybe they could do some kind of um tier where we if you are a-list maybe you only pay 50 percent of the movie because you're already paying the subscription you know what i mean They AMC is the largest theater, you know, chain. Like they can they can do stuff. They they can do stuff that other theaters can't because of their size. But I think thirty dollars is a good amount. Any more than that, then I'm gonna want to like own the DVD. Or not own the DVD, but own the movie. So if Mulan was like $35, $40, I'd probably still do it, but I would want to have that, you know, digital copy. So I don't know. But even then, spending $30, $40 a movie for streaming, they're not going to make their hundreds of millions of dollar blockbuster, you know?
0: I think it's cool that they're doing it now, but as far as the future, I think a lot of things are going to change. You know, even talking about the way I'm working from home now, they said this is going to open up, you know, that avenue of possibly working from home going forward, And you know, once when this is over, uh, because we can do it now. Like, you know, it's possible. Yeah. Because they had to do it on the fly. So, I like, that—that that, that is an example. Possibly... Changing the way we watch movies, as an example, I think this what's happening is going to change everything. Uh, they're pushing that tele- telemedicine a lot now. Mm-hmm. Like that's been a thing, mm-hmm. but they're like, that's probably the only option for some people now. So that's going to be everywhere if it, if it isn't already. Yeah, I've used it. Yeah,
2: I used it this week. I had an appointment, and they were suggesting you know don't come in unless it's an emergency or unless you have to. Mm-hmm. And so they did my whole appointment over the phone.
0: Yeah, I, I, that's. I think that's cool. Like, I, I, it's part. It's part of our insurance now too. I, I, I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. looked at it, but I didn't. I just noticed it maybe last year, and I saw it again this year when when it, the the year, uh, was renewed or whatever, and you had to pick your benefits again. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I have tell tell a doctor or whatever as a as an option if I need it.
1: Yeah, we. I use Doctor on Demand. I've used it before, and it was it was great. I mean, I called like at nine p.m., ten p.m. I was talking to the doctor within like thirty minutes after I had created my account and everything.
0: That's crazy. So, so yeah, I, th- I think a lot of things are going to be,
1: yeah. And don't get me wrong, I think certain movies can survive on streaming, like Bloodshot, <laughs> a Vin Diesel movie that you know <laughs> I would have still seen in theaters because we have a list, and it's Vin Diesel. And fuck it, yeah, let me go, let me go grab a couple of beers and watch the movie in AMC. That'd be awesome. But I mean, I just don't see like, can you imagine Avengers? they wouldn't be able to make a billion dollars if people didn't go to the theaters like you know you need that big block or and even just like directors that are using the medium to show something like nolan like um what's his name david fincher like sam mendes like they're using the movie to showcase what a movie can be that's and true you want that IMAX shot. You want that Dolby Atmos sound. You want that. You know what's a D box thing. Like you want that experience. Like short of that experience, you you're not gonna get that anywhere else. You can get it at home, but you're gonna pay a heck of a ton, a lot of money to fit your house that way. Right. And then the next step from there is like going to an actual amusement park like Disney World and being on a 4D ride, like seeing a movie. I I go back because you had mentioned it watching 1917. Like, seeing that in theaters was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never been more stressed out in a movie that I can remember just because <laughs> the the way it's shot. It's a giant fucking screen. We were in Dolby Atmos, so the sound was awesome. Like, I'm not going to get that at home. So, I think certain movies are going to have to remain at theaters. So, I hope theaters, enough of them stay open. Like, I'm so happy we have several here in the DFW area that are AMC, since we have AMC A-list. When we were in San Antonio for Christmas, there's only one AMC in the damn city. Like, (laughs) you know? And I had to pay for parking if we go down there, because it's downtown. Like, So, I don't know. I I just hope, I mean, I think AMC can weather the storm. I think Regal can weather the storm. But, Alamo Drafthouse? I don't know. You know, these other small places.
0: The dollar movies, I don't know if they
1: yeah. Can... Yeah, I mean, and then it sucks because then you're, like, putting a bunch of people... And the people that work in movie theaters are either, like, the super young or the super old, right? Like, then you're putting these people out of a job. Kids who can, like... Who would use that money to spend on dumb shit and, like, keep our economy going. And the older people who need the damn money to supplement their damn uh, retirement. So it's, like... All, I mean, all these industries, like, you know... If they go out of business, they're going to be affecting people. So that leads us to the next topic. What the fuck are you going to spend if we get that stimulus package, John?
0: <laughs> so I've heard different pricing on the stimulus package. So according to whatever you're looking at, what is it that we would be potentially getting?
1: The one I've been seeing a lot is 1200 per person, 500 if you have a child, per child, and that 1200 would be like on a sliding scale, so if you made over seventy five thousand per person, that number once you start going over that amount, the twelve hundred would slide down. Or if you made over a hundred and fifty thousand per couple, that twenty four hundred would slide down.
0: Mhm. I mean. So. I don't know, dude. If this is all said and done with, and I can still go to Hawaii in the summer, then it'll probably go to vacation. Otherwise, I mean. I don't know, I mean, if we're still quarantined or martial law, you know, who knows where we're going to be in two, three, four months. Uh, It depends. I don't know. I mean, what would you spend it on?
1: Yeah, probably travel. I mean, I think by the time they give it to us, I mean, I would assume they're going to, they would give it to us at the time where we can start going out and spending it. That way it can help our economy. So I would, I would say travel, but I'd feel, I mean, I'd still go to Greece, you know, everything was fine. I'd feel a little guilty just because you know that money should be used to fund the economy here. <laughs> but uh, I don't. What you know? Fuck it. Maybe I'm flying on American Airlines. There you go. Done. <laughs> Done. I I eased my conscience. <laughs> Greece. It is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's go, Cassie.
2: I don't know. I think something for the house, home repairs. I might need to buy a new freaking oven since the home warranty hasn't gone back to me. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story.
1: <laughs> yeah, guys, we're going through I, this, uh, this uh, shelter in place, social distancing without an oven.
2: <laughs> I used to use my oven every single day. And it, this is just, it's killing me. I can't bake anything. I can't food prep anything. So the amount of dishes, like I can't cook in big batches. It just, it's annoying. And I don't know how much longer I can take it
0: that's another thing too maybe you should get it just... fixed sooner rather than later because
2: I we had somebody <laughs> come out like a week and a half ago the home warranty's known about this for a week and a half and nobody's contacted me they know it's broken they know they're the piece. they don't have they don't make the piece anymore to fix oh. it and so they're I think they're just like ghosting me basically. They don't have They're
0: waiting for the government to shut down so like, they don't uh, have to <laughs> shell out money for a new one. A yeah.
2: That's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I called multiple times. I've been on the phone for hours. They hang up on me. The phone will just, they just, they just hang the phone <laughs> like, up on me. like, oh, it's this chick me. again. It's like, and it's insane. It, too much. So I think definitely something for the house. I mean, you're in the house all day. You might as well like what you see, have everything nice because. That's where you are. So my immediate thought is something on the house because this is where I've been the past week. I know. We'll
0: see. We'll see if we have if we if and when we get that. Like I said, I think it's not to be a downer or if we're getting close to the end of this podcast here, but I do think it's gonna get a lot worse before it starts to we start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I feel like we haven't seen the worst of it yet, to be honest with you.
2: I think we'll know I think we'll know maybe next by next week if it gets really bad. Hopefully the measures everybody's taking cuts down yeah
1: well all the third lifers out there stay safe wash your hands and if you have been listening for a while you know we actually do like to end on downers thanks john thanks (laughs) to cassandra they usually do it (laughs) Uh, but if y'all have nothing else for this podcast uh, Uh,
2: i feel like when's the last time we had i'm I'm sure there's a ton of updates like in the world that we need to do that we haven't done but whatever this was
0: a pandemic episode now, yes, you know what now that now sure. that we're, we're quarantined there's no excuse for us not to do this more what? often <laughs> just saying there
1: you go maybe you'll get another episode soon
2: Yeah, welcome
1: but if you didn't know or are just joining us at the end of this podcast for some random reason we have been at third life podcast you can find us on twitter facebook instagram and youtube follow us to see exactly how we're surviving our third life crisis which now includes a pandemic if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you may listen. Again, to find us, just search 3RD Live Podcast. Be sure to follow us on our individual Twitter accounts at jmike2689, at casso underscore cassie, and at the Austin Luna. Until next time, remember to wash your hands, cochinos.
0: <laughs> See y'all later.
1: <laughs> Bye,
2: guys.
0: Later.